live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 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 The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. From me, Sarah Abrams, your host on our program, Youth Hour Learning to Lead. We're excited to be presenting a jam-packed Youth Hour show today. Remember, you can call us on 021-442-3530 or send us an SMS on 47913 or send us an SMS on Facebook as well. Coming up on the show today, we'll hear from the members of the feature, the Muslim Students Association Cape, about the upcoming camp for 2015. We'll also be speaking to two grade 8 students about what life is like at high school for the first time, as well as a grade 8 educator. And we'll be speaking to a man about My Future magazine. Well, first on the show, we'll be speaking we look at the Muslim Students Association Cape and the Roll Out for 2015 and more. We are joined by Amadi Rashidi and Muhammad Ali. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran. Um, can, can you tell me a bit about MSA Cape Canala? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladhin astafa wa ba'd Okay, jazakallah khair to you sister Sarah for um, hosting this program and uh, alhamdulillah it gives me great inspiration to see somebody as young as yourself uh, taking the podium and uh, um, educating and enlightening the youth So with regards to the Muslim Students Association of the Cape in essence um, the Muslim Students Association is something which has been running for many, many years, probably before the time of our parents and beyond <laughs> in different universities. So the whole um, idea, the whole structure of the Muslim Students Association, in essence, is just simply a society that rep- represents the, um, the needs and the rights of Muslims on campuses. So alhamdulillah, in the Western Cape, we have um, uh, across the major... Um, universities like University of Cape Town, University of the Western Cape, etc. We have these societies um, uh, based there. And the regional um, or provincial structure is known as MSA of the Cape. So in essence, alhamdulillah, there are many things that we do for the upliftment of the youth of communities around us and to remind ourselves as Muslims of our values, our identity, and um, uh, coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, shukran. Um, what is the vision for 2015? Look, our vision, um, since we've been reactivated by our youth um, uh, for the past few years, we inshallah intend to uh, introduce ourselves on campuses as a Muslim family to remind ourselves and one and all of our Muslim identity to maintain our Muslim integrity wherever we may find ourselves. So this is our vision, inshallah, that we will live by and we have lived for uh, previously, alhamdulillah. Okay, shukran. Well, is there any synchronized focus on the various campus, at least for orientation week, coming at at the various institutions? Interesting point. Orientation week. Um, Inshallah, let us just give uh, our listeners a brief background with regards to orientation. 
Orientation is something um, which most universities, um, higher education centers host as a means of introducing and marketing their universities to prospective okay. students. So with regards to MSC of the Cape, uh, Alhamdulillah, we try to uh, uh, put ourselves out there and uh, attract our youth so that uh, we can remind them of their Muslim values in an environment where it may not always be present for them or they may find difficulty in there. Okay, um, Rashidi, you want to put anything, um, add anything to what um, Muhammad Ali said? Okay, first of all, let's say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all the listeners of the Voice of the Cup. And Jazakumda Khaira for Sita Sara to, you know, for having us on the show. Uh, in addition to what uh, the Amir have said, uh, obviously you're looking about orientation week. It's a week where we took them in the opportunity of welcoming uh, the new student and trying to tell them what his life is all about. And to try to find it, them at ease, integrating them to the whole community at the university as well, and um, trying to give them, you know, that part of a feeling of calm and you know, harmony. And, um, that's it. Okay, so then, give us a um, synop- synopsis if what the MSI has been doing for the past year and how it intends to improve its performance in the community. Alhamdulillah, uh, the past year has been really successful, really wonderful. We ran a series of workshops across um, different universities to do with topics that are prevalent in our society that affect our youth in general. Yes. Uh, so um, our first workshop that we hosted last year was um, uh, titled How High Can You Fly? Okay. So the the essence of the um, workshop was to educate our masses, to educate our communities with, uh, and highlight the problems that we find ourselves in relation to drugs and uh, the so- other social ills. So Alhamdulillah, we've had a series of eight workshops running throughout the year. Um, we've had a very successful Muslim Students Association uh, youth camp in December last year. And Alhamdulillah, it was well attended by people um, out of Cape Town. Um, yeah. And um, it was a means of, um, uh, you know, gelling the youth in a very uh, professional, in a very uplifting environment um, and with an Islamic ethos and at the end of the day um, uh, the the intention, objective being bringing them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reminding them of deen. Exactly, shukran. Tell us about your upcoming gala dinner, Kanala. Subhanallah, it's uh, it's an event that is um, uh, that has been worked on, has been uh, thought of greatly by my uh, fellow brother uh, Ahmadi. Uh, it was his idea; his um, his whole heart was given to it. Basically, it's inshallah, it's going to be an event um, to reestablish or to reintroduce uh, with the meaning of MSA into our community, especially for our parents out there that um, are sending their children to universities and higher education centres. Uh, within the the gala is to um, um, highlight certain aspects with regards to introduction to universities, student life on campuses, and things like that. So, inshallah, um, we plan to host it within the middle of March, and um, inshallah, further details with regards to um, the gala dinner will be presented. So, maybe Brother Ahmadi can present more about it. There's no more thing that I can say at the moment. Uh, obviously, the things such as the speakers, the venue still have to be confirmed. But uh, obviously, it has been already being said by the, uh, my Amir there. So obviously, if I can add to it, what I have to say. And uh, just only, it's going to be maybe the refocus as well of us in general as well and for our brothers who are at the high school. It will yes. also give them opportunity to come and see what SMS is all about and what, uh, I mean, they are looking up to if one decides to go and choose different institutions. Okay, mm-hmm. sure, 
what is being done to respond to the incorrect portrayal of Islam in this day and age? Alhamdulillah. Um, I think at the moment uh, we are focusing ourselves as part of the Muslim community in campuses to highlight these issues by um, creating awareness, um, especially through da'wah drives. Um, yes. And um, you know other initiatives such as workshops, inviting the public, the, the masses, the general public to participate and educate them, as well as using uh, social media, which we know is very, very dominant, very, very prevalent exactly. these days, um, Facebook, Twitter, etc. So, alhamdulillah, we we um, we portray the correct image of Islam, the the essence of peace, of um, welcomingness, and uh, alhamdulillah, by means of these these methods, we try to dispel all negativity of it. Okay, Shukran. Can you give your contact details for the listeners to maybe contact you about the college and inshallah? Uh, inshallah, yes, we can forward our details. I would advise our listeners um, uh, with regards to the MSA of the Cape, inshallah, especially those students that have started university this year and many of our high school students as well that intend going to university in the future. Please um, do align yourself, do engage with the Muslim Students Association. It's not just, uh, uh, you know, telling of Islam all the time. There's a lot of fun activities that go on. There's a lot of outreach work that takes place. And Alhamdulillah, it's a wonderful initiative, wonderful family to be part of, if I can call it that. So um, I would advise you all to visit our website on www.msacape.org. And uh, inshallah, if uh, anyone would like to email us, we could um, uh, you could email me on msacapechair at gmail.com. Okay, we say shukran to Amadi Rashidi and Muhammad Ali for coming in and talking about the MSA Cape. And we say shukran for telling us all the information about this um, association and what um, will be taking place in 2015. Shukran, next we'll be taking an ad break and when we come back we'll be speaking to grade 8 students about their life at high school for the first time. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo The Youth Hour For the Youth By the Youth On 91.3 FM Stereo Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh From me, Sarah Abrams, your host on our program Youth Hour Learning to Lead Well, I started grade 8 for the first time last week And I thought it would be really interesting to speak to some grade 8 learners about their perceptions and experiences of starting grade 8, especially high school for the first time. In studio, I have Amira Bully, um, Fatima, and um, online we are speaking to Mrs. Tasneem Kaji Solomon. Well, Assalamu alaikum, Fatima, and Ms. Kaji online. Wa alaikum salam. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Wa alaikum salam, Ms. Kaji. Um, Fatima, tell us a bit about yourself and what school you attend. Uh, my name is Fatima Albertain. I attend the Leadership College in Manenberg and Okay. Well, um Ms. Kaji, can you perhaps tell the listeners a bit about yourself and what you do for a living? Okay. Um my name is Mrs. Kaji Solomon. Um I'm presently a teacher at Claremont High School. Before then I taught at Westerford High School. So I've been at Claremont now for this will be my fifth year. Okay. And I'm the grade head. So, which means I look after all the grade eights, and I'm basically the mommy at school. Wow. Okay. Um, I know, um, Fatima. I know you attended a hip school. 
What do you think is the difference between a HIF school and starting public schooling for the first time? Okay, the difference between a HIF school and a normal school is that in HIF school, we only concentrate on the Quran. And on a normal school, it's like we do exams and tests on every Friday. It's like tests on every Friday doing mathematics. Like on a HIF school, we just like basically, it's like there's no tests and exams. So we just like concentrating on, concentrating on the Quran all the time. Okay, shukran. Well, tell us a bit about your first week at school, which is the Leadership College. Okay, the first week, I thought it would be like, I didn't know what to do, I never knew what to do or what to say, I was so nervous. Like, then my sister Akila Alberte introduced me to everyone and the teachers. Well, one thing I can say, they are very nice at that school, especially the children, the head girl and the head boy. Okay. And they are so nice, <laughs> so much stuff I can say about them. Okay, Shukran. Mrs. Kaji Solomon, what does Ms. Kaji think is the most easiest and the most difficult things that I have to adapt to starting high school for the first time? I think the most difficult thing for grade 8 is adjusting to the times, maybe. For example, at Claremont High, we run from 8 o'clock in the morning until 4.15, Monday to Thursday. So usually for the grade 8s, that's one of the most difficult things to settle into. is a long day, traveling home, and then having to ensure that they do homework and division for the next day. I think at my school, which is Claremont High, one of the easiest things is that we try to make it feel like a second home. So, you know, it's, you're spending most of your time at school Monday to Friday, and because it's a longer day, we feel that school needs to be a happy place. Exactly. For many pupils, for many pupils, you know, home might not be a happy place. So, for us, one of our core jobs is to ensure that our learners feel safe at school and that they're happy at school. Okay, shukran. Fatima. Is there anything that you like about the difference of a HIF school and a public school? Okay, the difference from a HIF school is that... What do you like about the difference? Uh, what I like about it is that I don't have to study all the time for <laughs> <laughs> a normal school. And like, I like, like concentrating on my Quran alone also. Okay, so you like parts of the public school and parts of the HIF school? Yes. Okay. Um, what do you think is... What is the reality that you expected before you started high school? Like, you know, I thought, no, it's going to be the most fun thing ever and you're going to have, like, on the first few days a little work. But when the reality hits, high school is actually more difficult than primary school. So what did you expect before you came to grade 8? Before I expected that I would come to grade 8 is that I, like, as you said, sorry, that it would be, like, so easy, it would be fun and, like, not so much work. But the first day was, like... The opposite of everything, exactly. like a lot of work, a lot of everything, coming out late differently and everything, so it's a major difference. Okay, Shukran, who had a big influence on you in your life and what do you learn from them? For example, say your father was one of your biggest influences, what do you think you learned from them, like especially like your sister that started high school before you? Okay, the big influence in my life is my parents because they taught me what is right and wrong. Exactly. And like they seem to give school, which I'm very really grateful for because like there's some people out there that never had that opportunity. Exactly. And yes, the, the people that's in my life is my parents. Okay, shukran. Mrs. Kaji Solomon, what does Ms. Kaji think, like think a teacher is there just to teach or can learners count on the educators to talk to about anything? 
And I think the most important thing for an educator is to have a connection with the learner. Exactly. I think it's very important that a teacher be approachable, meaning that a learner mustn't fear a teacher. You know, because as a teacher, you become a parent within the classroom. So there are the same boundaries that you have with your parents in terms of respect should should be there with an educator as well. So for me, I think one of the important things for me is that you're not just teaching a learner ABC and one plus one equals two. You, you're preparing this learner for life, for the real world out there. So it can't just be about ABC and one plus one equals two. There's way more to teaching and, and, and school than just that. Okay, Shukran. Ms. Kaji, what do you think is the challenges that children face starting high school and especially like you the juniors of high school now? What are some of the challenges that they experience? Okay. I think one of the challenges is definitely time management is learning to prioritize activities or tasks, when to do it and when to do it by. So for me, I think one of the key things is, and I, I think it seems like a silly thing um, for, for high school pupils, but I often say because our day is long, um, you need to pack in a second lunch, kind of, because I'm a firm believer that if you haven't eaten for the day, you cannot concentrate. So, so for the learners, now, right at this point in time, I think time management and planning is something that, that is a big task to get right from day one. And it's something I always try to inspire my learners with is that they need to prioritize, they need to make sure that they're using their time wisely, and that they're looking after themselves in terms of eating regularly and making sure that they get enough rest. Exactly. Fatima. Has your life lessons been of value to you ending primary school and starting high school for the first time, even though you had a year of gifts? What are some of the values that you that you get from going from primary school to high school? Okay, from going from primary school to high school, my values. Yes. Um, what do you like? What What was the um, influences and what was the challenges of just coming from a primary school, being the seniors of the school and going to high school where you become the juniors once again? Yes. Going from primary school to high school, like, you know, I'm grade, I feel like I'm in grade one now. Exactly. Then, also, it feels like I'm in grade one, like I know nothing. Like, basically, it feels like you're back on primary school. Okay. Then. then, another thing is that you have to adapt to the school, get used to it and... Like, just like go with the flow, as a lot of people say, you just have to go with the flow and like work hard and everything. Okay. What do you think TLC has a unique difference to other high schools in Cape Town? Okay. The difference I think that TLC, okay, they're very unique. One thing because they give you work that is, it's how can I say, it's like more difficult. Yes, it's more difficult uh, because like the maths. It's like a high standard. Yes, a high standard. Like, like they prepare you for like further in life. Okay, I know any high school prepare like for further in life, but like the leadership college, like they make sure you're good at your maths. They will give you extra classes and everything. The work they will do anything that they can put in. So we, as the leaders at the college, can like get extra marks, good marks, and pass with excellent marks. Okay. Ms. Kaji, like you said, you teach at Claremont High School. So what makes Claremont different to other schools in Cape Town as well? Okay. Um, Claremont High School is a math and science focused school, meaning that when they get to grade 10, when learners get to grade 10, they have to do pure physical science, 
as well as pure maths. We do not have a maths literacy op- option. Okay. So maths and science is the focus of our school. But at the same time, I think what makes our school special is the fact that we only have three classes per grade. So we are a very small school. Okay. And I think what, what happens with that type of school when you have small numbers is that you get to know your pupils. You have a better relationship because you get to see each other a lot more often. So I think that, that's one of the unique things about our school. Okay, thank you. Fatima, what do you like and dislikes about high school comparing it to primary school? Okay, my likes. Firstly is that, okay, also my dislikes. My dislikes of this school is that I have to come out later. Okay. Like, like when I come, I have to start early in the morning, get ready, so the taxi can finish early. Then when I come home, I have to do my homework. Like, the leadership college yeah. gives you lots of homework, so that's one of my dislikes. And um, that's one of my dislikes. And also that I have to, like, get rest and stuff. Okay, my likes are that the school that I go to is very different because they give us, like, work that we need to prepare you for life. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, that's okay. Uh, so that's why you only likes and dislikes. What, can I ask you, what primary school did you attend? I went to Whistle Primary. Okay, so that's in? Westridge. Westridge Middle Plain. Yes. Okay. Do you have a, like, what is your vision when you finish school? What is your vision of what you would like to become and make a better person out of yourself? Okay. I'm a person that I like to go in fashion. So what I would like to become is I would like to open my own magazine company, but okay. Islamic fashion magazine company. Okay. So you would like to, you would like to make, um, Build your own magazine, fashion, and you would also like to become a personal designer. Yes, and create different clothing and stuff and have my fashion shows and stuff like that. Okay, so that you are fixed on this, like no other path you would like to go in. No other path. (laughs) Okay, so um, what, Ms. Kaji, are you back online? Yes, I am. Okay. Mrs. Kaji, what advice do you give to the youth about the transformation from primary school to high school? I think one of the big, very big differences is that when you have primary school, you have one teacher and you have one classroom that the teacher comes to. High school, you have a number of teachers, probably one uh, teacher for every subject. So you probably have between eight and nine different teachers. I think one of the key things for a grade eight people is to make a connection with the teacher, meaning that you, if you're not understanding something in class, you must make an effort to communicate back with the teacher because often there between 25 and 35 learners in the class and the teacher is a human being so they, they, they don't necessarily immediately will know if a student understands or doesn't and it helps them if you communicate to them that you are not on the same page you don't understand you need extra help so i think that is one of the key factors for grade eight is that if they want them to survive they need to make sure that they communicate with their teachers and if they feel that they can't do that, they mustn't be embarrassed to ask their parents to do that. Because you know, often when you get to high school, people think they're big now and they don't need to involve their parents. But I think that they, they need to understand that that's what the parents are there for. You know, their parents are there to support them. And if it means that the parents communicate with the teacher, then they do that. Okay. Ms. Kaji, what advice do you give to parents that 
they should they told if they pay their children is in grade seven at the moment in 2015 what advice do you give to parents to let their children apply at claremont high school okay basically students need to make and i think this applies to all high schools is that parents need to ensure that um the the children are preparing well for grade seven because they apply with the grade seven marks so they mustn't think that they only need the end of the year's report to get into a high school they need the first term report for most schools and then they need to ensure that the the children are well rounded because at the end of the day a pupil is like they need to market themselves so when they're applying at schools that application form that they're sending in is almost like a cv when you go for a job So parents need to ensure that their children are participating, participating in extramural programs. And it doesn't necessarily only have to be sport, but having other activities outside of the academic schoolwork. Okay. So that's the one thing. And then also that parents ensure a common um, phrase is apply at more than five schools. Okay. So I think that um, that's the main thing is that parents ensure that kids' first term report is a good reflection of the academics yeah okay shukran um we are now joined by amira puli assalamu alaikum amira wa alaikum salam well amira in tell us a bit about yourself and your first week at school uh my name is amira i come from rosebank junior school um my first week of school was a uh, really great fun i was very nervous at first but i met some great new friends and i'm really enjoying it okay so what school do you attend now I go to Claremont High School. Okay. So, what what did you before you came to school? What did you expect coming into grade 8? Uh I was expecting a lot of work and a lot of homework and I thought I was it was going to be very hard, but it's actually very nice. Okay. What what played a big influence in your life and what do you learn from that particular person? Um my mother, uh she's very hard working and she's always ready to help people and yeah. Okay, Shukran. You what? Do you have any plans after you finish high school? What would you like to become or what would you like to take part in when you are done with high school? Um I want to go study, but I'm not really sure what I want to become yet. I think might be a doctor or something. Okay. Um Amira, like you said you attend Claremont High School. What are your likes and dislikes about the school? Um I really uh thing I don't like is coming out very late but everything else is good. Okay. So that's what you like about the school and like that's most of all what the thing is your school is very good and you enjoy being at that particular school. Yes. Okay. What was your most difficult thing to adapt to from primary school to high school, Amira? Um we have to move from class to class and coming out later. Okay. Um Like you said you got to claim our high school what do you advise grade 7s of 2015 to to go and start high school next year what advice do you give them um work hard and uh, I don't know. okay work hard um Fatima for the last question is there any advice you would like to give to grade 7s on 2015 Yes, I would like to say that they should work hard, no matter what anyone say or does, not letting getting down. Um, that's basically what I'd like okay. to say. Okay, Ms. Kaji, what yes. advice do you give to grade 7s of 2015? Grade 7s of 2015, I want to say that they really need to put lots of hard work 
into grade 7 because they, I know it's a big stress for the parents to worry about which high school they're going to. So I think they just need to work a little bit harder so they can help their parents for, for high schools. Okay, we say shukran to Fatima, Amira and Ms. Kaji for telling us about the experiences of high school and what high school has been like for the past week and a half. Well, next we'll be taking a break and when we come back we'll be playing a music. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Youth Hour Learning to Lead from me, Sarah Abrams. Well, um, we are in studio with um, Peter Stoffberg. Have you heard of My Future magazine? Well, if not, listen up, especially for those in grade 10 to 12. Joining us in studio is Peter Stoffberg, which is going to, who is going to be talking about My Future magazine. Good afternoon. Good Peter. afternoon, listeners. Okay. Tell us a bit about yourself and your role at My Future magazine. Well, I grew up in Inova Park okay. um, and uh, I used to work for Sopra a couple of years back, but I started my own business. Um, when I was matric, I found I was a bit lost, not knowing which career to follow or where to get money, where to apply for, where to find a telephone number, and if you could actually sort of um, interact with your parents, ask them, is there money available to study further, that type of obstacles I had. And then I decided to start the My Future High School magazine, compile something where everything is informative and in one booklet from a telephone number of university or college where to find funding, bursaries or learnerships or even uh, student loans and various information on careers, especially the maths and science and accounting industries. Okay. Tell us what kinds of articles and features can be typically expect in My Future magazine. Well, the core of the magazine is just to provide information and those information will sort of consist of contact details of the universities and colleges, if it's the colleges in the country, countrywide, bursary information, how to compile and write the bursary letter to the um, company that you're applying for, which is very, very important. In, uh, the advice basically give you, if you're applying for a medical bursary, you cannot apply to a retailer or to a bank for medical bursary. Apply through uh, for medical bursary at a medical company or pharmaceutical company. No, okay. That's basically obvious things in it. Okay, thank you. Tell us what can we expect in the latest edition of my future magazine well the latest edition that was published in december over the festive period there was careers in defense force from the air force to the military itself okay um the navy especially this big big careers especially okay. skills that they're lacking in the, in the country okay. and um, saa was one of our partners on board promoting the cadet programs and stuff like that where they need people to fix yeah. the planes for example and uh, learn how to op- um to custom service on the planes and actually um, to get somewhere in the industry of aviation and that. Mm, okay, and thank you. And then we had a lot of profiles basically okay. on the colleges, FET colleges, uh, Cape Town College, Norton College, Falsberg College, so give a information on what they do and how okay. they do it. Okay, when will the, the next edition come out? Well, we publish every quarter, every three months based on the school calendar. So we're looking at the next one um, sometime between March okay. and then obviously June and September is the okay. next couple of issues. Okay, thank you. How can people find out more about the magazine and where can we find this 
magazine, which is My Future magazine? Well, we distributed two high schools in the country, especially in the Western Cape, about 200 high schools we cover, especially in the rural areas like the Poland and those areas where there's a disadvantaged community. I just found it works better that people in that type of environment and industries, they tend to find and use the information better and they need it in environment. So it's available in about 400 high schools in a school. They can get us access on our webpage, the My Future magazine, .00 webpage, or they can email me, myfuturemagazine um, at gmail.com. Um, I can contact the office numbers available on the webpage. Uh, my cell numbers up to in the for now until Tuesday, <laughs> my phone fixed. Um, yeah, so basically there's a lot of opportunities, even starting uh, entrepreneurship. We yes. want to encourage kids not to actually study and uh, think there's a job waiting for them out there or exactly. go to university. We want kids to actually become self-employable and start their own businesses by looking at so something called Teen Entrepreneurs, a great pro- project available, has started uh, in the, in, in the um, communities. Um, kids, especially when you don't have money, you don't have a lot and they can actually start their own business and create jobs for other people. And, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, they create three, four, five jobs with the little money they start. So that's opportunity. So kids shouldn't see university and college and working as an opportunity uh, and the only opportunity they should see starting their own business as a better opportunity. Okay, thank you. What can we expect in the 2015 editions of My Future magazine? Well, we're trying to cover more um, skills in terms of what we're lacking. Medicine, okay. engineering, accounting. We need more black charter accounts. We need more black doctors and nurses and medical staff. We've built hospitals in Mitchell's Plain and the country, countrywide. And we need to fill that with capacity, with human capacity. And huh. we need nurses, doctors, radiographers and these kind of, uh, skills that we're lacking in the country to come to. But they must have pure maths and science, not lit. Pure maths. Pure Even mat. if you want to become a chartered accountant, you, you need, need to have, have pure, pure maths mat. and not mat lit. And there's a bursary scheme available even uh, for disadvantaged learners at the Tukani Fund that covers for SICA, South Africa Institute of Chartered Accountants, and in various faculties of engineering where we, we need to have engineers in the country. They're the ones that build uh, um, communities, roads, infrastructure, uh, buildings. They're the ones that need to develop. And one thing I'd like to touch on in terms of engineering is space engineering. We've received and got the contract for the SKA project. And we actually have similar environment like NASA have in America. We have the South African National Space Agency, which is a big, big thing. The kids don't even know about it. And if they have pure maths and science, they can be, uh, study towards space engineering, okay. building a spaceship, building a satellite, building okay. uh, things like that. For okay, thank you. Um, are there any opportunities to intern or employment at My Future magazine? We have a couple of interns. We're busy with a program from government with a DDAT program to get skills in the workplace okay. and getting matrics and people that didn't have matric to come and work, get some skills. We place them somewhere else too. Mm-hmm. But we try and sort of assist them with other corporates to place them. So we give advice and guidance on where to find an, a company that will assist them. Okay? They can contact me, uh, email me or inbox me. Okay. And I can basically advise them. I'm busy helping, placing a couple of students okay. from college anyway. Okay. Um, we know you um, told us your contact details, but do you mind just repeating your contact details, please? Certainly. Um, the magazine's email address is myfuturemagazine at gmail.com. The webpage address is www.myfuturemagazine.co.za. And my cell number, it's a bit offline now because I'm uh, having it fixed at Nokia. Okay. Uh, it's 074-511-9496. And our office number in Salt River is 021-447-7197. Thank you so much, um, 
Peter, um, for coming into the studio and telling us more information about My Future magazine. We hope you have a successful reach into the t- community about this particular magazine. Thank you for coming. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, um, next we'll be having, we say thank you to everybody who has come in today and told us about the various things of that will be going on in the community. Well, we say shukran to the producer Zulfa um, Brown for um, producing this particular program, Youth Hour. And listeners, please have a super duper amazing weekend further. <laughs>